Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast here at Union Grove Lumber Studios. To know more about the Shed Geek Podcast, visit us at shedgeek.com. And for all your lumber needs, call one of the team members at 704-539-5506 or visit us online at uniongrovelumber.com. Hey, stop what you're doing. Listen to this mini barn sponsor. Shed Builders, are you looking for the latest in shed innovation? Do you want to sell what your customers demand? Introducing Rampage Door System. Forget about lifting heavy ramps into position to use for your portable shed. The Rampage Door System doubles as a door and a ramp, saving you time and money. If you're a manufacturer of sheds looking to install Rampage Doors on your line of sheds, call today, 833-726-7776. Rampage. These are the conversations that we have in the car. These are the conversations we have in offices. And that's the coolest thing. We get to we get to meet Kyle like so many people across the shed industry. Oh yeah. Like nationwide. Yeah. You know, we will be in next year we'll definitely be in all four corners. I mean, Washington, New York, Texas, and Florida, but we've hit three of those this year and um you know, we're getting to stop in at multiple sales lots, multiple manufacturers, multiple different suppliers. Um, we we visit our buddies that we compete with when yeah. we're out and about and just like like Mott's, you know, we I don't know that we really compete directly with him. But it, even if we did, we'd, we'd go out there and we'd, we'd beat him if we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you've thrown the gauntlet now. Uh, yeah, uh, you're, you're going to get us in trouble. I know. That's I'm okay. sorry. Sorry, Mots. Sorry, Mots. Forgive <laughs> me. Uh, no, honestly, he's uh, just a great guy. I mean, Phil, you yeah. know, I mean, what a, what a great guy to be around. I mean, I really sat and, and, and enjoyed talking to Dennis Fisher at the um, at the uh, expo. Yeah. You know, and, and in South Bend. To, to RTO National there. Yeah. yeah. Such, you know, and, and Dennis was a, you know, he was a um, part of our, you know, early mentorship, yep. you know, in terms of, uh RTO, I actually sent him, I sent him a message after the, after the, uh, one in Michigan. And I said, I said, man, I don't know if you remember my, remember me early on whenever you was working with me, but I wasn't the biggest fan of RTO. And he's like, oh, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was, you know, I was that difficult, you know, potentially difficult dealer, you know, whenever he came in that he had Mm -hmm. to win over. And I, I just appreciated his leadership, you know, early on in that and that he, he uh he saw me through to be able to teach me and that's what all these guys are doing they 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 have their own way of doing it right they have their own companies but they're still trying to do you know uh, they're trying to help the customer yeah you weren't you weren't a fan of RTO I wasn't a fan of Dennis so <laughs> <laughs> well just three kidding. for three today I'm just kidding Dennis I'm sorry Dennis it's oh. okay Dennis you don't have to be a fan I hope I hope you listen. <laughs> You don't have to be a fan of Kyle's. Yeah, it's either. Okay. Just call me. <laughs> call me whatever you want. Well, I just remember. So what it was was, you know, it was ignorance. It was lack of information on my yeah. end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, and you know, you experience some of this now. Whenever you go out, you know, you visit someone, and they're they're very guarded, very guarded, and it's like you're 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 trying to break through, and and at the end of the day, you're trying to help, and it's like, well, if I can just figure out how to help you or talk to you or befriend you, at a minimum, can we? Can we befriend you? You well, know, the, I mean. the truth is, he Dennis, he he actually uh, very knowledgeable in 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 what he Extremely, does, and yep. 
Um, I, I'm just kidding. I do. I do like you, Dennis. I was just messing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, just all the characters, man. I mean, um, to us, they're characters. That's what's yeah, funny. Yeah, that's what people might not see. Is to they're us, people. they're characters. We just people. They're just people. You know. But, like I mean, I mean, we Richard Miller, right? Richard and yeah. And Dave, we sat down and had a little, um, yep. it was a really short episode, but uh, sat down with it. And these are all competitors of ours. Yeah, but all good people. we're mentioning, you know, um, and we like them all. Um, but Erica and Mo at, at yeah. Union Grove, yeah. uh, they're both amazing. Erica's like one just of the, like, I don't, high I don't know. High energy, yes. just uh, customer-facing, uh, her, her friendliness whenever it comes to, like, customer-facing you can tell that, like, because we were in their office, and yep. you could tell how she, like, had a, had a team and it was a motivated. Uh, there was a lot of cohesion there yep. in terms of their team. They all felt like they supported each other really well. Um, and what I love is behind the scenes. There's nothing better than, you know, um, you've been places where you get <laughs> behind the scenes with somebody, and they're like, yeah, I don't really care for them, yeah. <laughs> but I'm putting yeah. on the face. Yep. That was not the case there at oh. all. You can tell that they were a team, man. And Mo is like one of the coolest dudes. He really is ever. Like he plays the piano. Gosh, yeah. Um, just it was he a cool us, relationship. He played us like a little tune yeah, on he the played piano. a song, and it was amazing. And when we go back, I'm gonna bring my bass, and we're gonna jam because it's go. gonna be fun. Oh well, I'll record. Get Sam Byler there; he'll sing. Uh, we don't want Sam singing. <laughs> Maybe Karen. She's got a good voice. Ah, there you go. Maybe you get them together. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but but I, mean, I mean, just a, at the expo, how many people we saw that came in uh, that were fans of the show that were... We didn't even get a chance to I know. to speak to some because they were so busy. You from, know. from all over. Like, I mean, just all over the place. And it was, I mean, it was it was humbling. It was, it was amazing. Um, it was... Yeah. What about getting a, a chance to raise twenty five thousand oh. dollars for Paul yeah. Gingrich and yeah, that was awesome. And for his family and the medical expenses. And just know that's still a need. Yes. There's still a need that's ongoing. And if you feel the need to give, we'll get you in touch with them. Yeah. I mean, that's what this industry does. And how about the good reports that we're hearing, you yeah. know, from him at yeah. the end of the year now and, and, and when hope seems so Yeah, at little. that at that time it was yeah, it was it was very dire. Um, still, I mean, still touch and go, I would, I would assume, but, um, there are good reports coming out and that's when you say, you know, God is good. And, um, aren't these cool moments though? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. We've been able to be a part of them. It's, it's really good, man. Uh, the holler bash, we got to go there this year and can't wait to go to Salt Lake. Gosh, no. And, and we uh, chasing (laughs) (laughs) like, one come of my on, favorite interviews on. by far. It has to be. Like my my wife, my wife who's not in the shed industry said she laughed for 10 minutes on that episode. So, oh. And 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 it's great. Think about like his accident and the fact yes. that he's recovering, you know, and and all from that now and you you sort of you watch a lot of that through Facebook. You know, um we we talk to some of these guys somewhat regularly but uh just watching like uh i don't know watching brandon yeah. suarez on his page and i'm always interested watch in, brandon fly everywhere in the entire united states <laughs> it's all over the place <laughs> isn't like, it today guys i'm in washington tomorrow <laughs> i'm in florida it's like what you- <laughs> uh, he was he was taking a he was taking a i don't know if it was a hot shot load or what he was doing but he was he was taking something recently and he found out he was taking like lumber to, to merit eaton's did you see that post no 
Yeah, he was like, come that's to cool. find out, I was actually taking like a load of lumber to to Heritage oh, that's out cool. there. And this was like right as the show was airing, uh, you know, with Merritt's episode. And I'm that's like, cool. it's so cool that the little things, I, I can't even explain the nuances there to where you say, I know God has me in this moment. I know he has me in this. So I'm going to keep doing that. I'm yeah. going to keep doing the next right thing. Um, I'm always going to keep helping the, the guy that's in front of me. Um, and hopefully I can do that. I can continue to do that through whether it be selling supplies or services or whatever it is I'm doing, hopefully people will see me show up at the door and they'll say, Hey, he's, he's here to help. Um, and, and if I can get that at a minimum, we'll go out to eat, we'll break bread, we'll talk and tell me your shed story because I absolutely love hearing that the tours. Yeah. Yeah. Getting to go down to Florida and go on a tour recently, you know, to see, um, Dana yeah, and to see Dana uh, Carol, Carol's Coastal, shop and yeah. to, to find out how me and her had a connection. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't All even know her. Carnac, Illinois. Yeah. She's all the way from Carnac, and she's like, well, do you know this guy? And I'm like, I sold a house to this guy. Yeah. You know, at one point you, whenever we, whenever me and my wife moved out, it was our first home and we sold it to, it was one of her best friends. And I'm like, how on earth can that happen when you're down in Florida and yep. I'm still here, but they were so polite so so welcoming to bring us in and they were excited to introduce us to their you know their their folks yeah that's painting their folks that's building um that to me is uh, i know it, it 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 seems like why would you why would you enjoy that because it's my life it's my ministry it's what god's put in front of me at the moment to to be able to help serve people so i go and i try to help of course i'm in sales of course it's yep. like oh you're just another sales guy and i'm like well i can't I can't break through those objections with some, yeah, but that's okay. I still want to know your shed story at a minimum. I still remember going down and visiting her last year and telling her about the podcast, and she was like, Carol, this is. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, eh, I don't really listen to that sort of thing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'll just try it, you know. And um, she, she's a faithful listener now. So uh, thanks, Carol. We really appreciate that. I'm I'm humbled by anybody who says, yeah, man, I listen every week. I enjoy it. Um, you guys are a blast, you know, it's obvious that you're friends and, and, uh, fake news, <laughs> fake news, not true. <laughs> and your, your, your personalities work well together. And I, I think that's true too, but I think me and you knew that from uh, the beginning of our friendship. We do, we laugh and joke and cut up. We enjoy that. That's a genuine thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we usually like to make fun of each other. So, um, you're stupid. You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I can say you're ugly in different languages, though, because the Martins told me, taught me how. Did you just sell the Martins out? Do you remember? Is, are you just on a roll today? Remember are you trying to make the whole industry mad? It was uh, <laughs> um, hot, hot doogie, <laughs> hot cookie. <laughs> I don't think that was right. I don't, I don't think hot doogie was it. <laughs> hot googie. Oh, we might have to stop it here. <laughs> Hot cookie, hot googie, hot googie. It was hot googie. I would encourage you to stop now. <laughs> There's no telling what I said. No one will sponsor this episode. <laughs> now what's the hear it? Uh, well, too late. We already got your sponsorship spot. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, stop what you're doing. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh. Man, okay, so uh, where do we go from there? Uh, I don't know. Um, probably, probably, 
Let's talk about let's talk about what happened today. We'll bring it down. We'll get yeah. We'll get a serious note. So today, yes, we were eating, mm-hmm. and we could not figure out why on earth our cell phone was not working. We didn't yep. know if we had bars, so we're struggling. So then, what trying happened to get from on there? trying to get on shedsforsale dot com because why wouldn't you? And um, <laughs> that was a shameless plug. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um and and yeah, would check in the mail. It, yeah, it it wouldn't work. It kept uh you know spinning. It's like what's going on? So we had, we were in a group text with Sam and Jim and Joe and Mark maybe, right? And um trying to figure out what's going on. Come to find out, uh, Amazon Web Service like just shut down completely. So um yeah like. It, it shut down our well our site net like Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, like all these different streaming services, um, anything that was hosted on there, just worldwide too, not even like in a certain area, yeah. worldwide, just shut down. Yeah, crazy. We we said Trump's up to something. Yeah, I think he has. <laughs> he has something to do with his something to do with his new social media platform. Huh? Yep. Which and I was and, and then we got into we're on a rabbit hole now, but. That's where I was like, hey, did you know he hired the, like, Nunez or whatever, the yeah. health service, you know, intelligence guy to run his platform and things like that? You can't help but think there's, like, all these. Something going on. All the time there's something going on, whether it be Russian influence, you know, Chinese influence, whatever. And, like, I try not to get too political or or, or I'll only chase it to a certain point in my life at this point. Like, I'll only chase it to where I start to feel like, hey, this there's not value in continuing to try to learn yeah. here. Um, and, and I'll stay educated as best as I can, but it, so what we do is we say, how does that affect us? The question is, how do those things affect us in the shed industry in our little neck of the woods? Well, not just to mention, I mean, not like it wasn't just this a few weeks ago or a month ago or so Facebook went down for, for a day, Uh you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff went down. And, um, we've, we've actually asked the question for a year now, what do you do when Facebook goes down? What, or when it doesn't exist anymore, people are like, "It's never going to not exist. It's always going to be here." And uh, for one day, it didn't. So, yeah, what do you do? What what's what's the plan? What what are you um, technology are you planning is, for? Some an alternative, a yeah. way to reach your customer. That's the old fashioned way. Still works, right? Yep, brick and mortar. I've got a. Shed's right here, and I've got a piece of paper, and if you come in and give me your paper, I'll sign one that says you gave it to me, and we'll bring you a shed. Yep. But so much of the industry is moving toward a tech, uh, like, sort of, like, platform. I, I've got in Garage Shed and Carport Builder Magazine, I've had an opportunity to, to be able to write for them, and I think uh, this one's filled up, but next, I don't know if it's their next one coming out or their spring, whatever, uh, coming out. I, I I wrote an article in that, and I hope you guys will go to it and read it. And it's called "What the Tech." What and the Tech? What the Tech? And it's basically talking about that very thing. <laughs> what the world? Vasta Hamanschwans. Vasta Hamanschwans. Am I saying that right? I don't know. <laughs> I can't do it. Like like Vasta uh, Hamanschwans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to get it wrong. I just know it means worth what the shirt tail. Hot cookie. <laughs> What the shirt tail. This is yep. what happens when we try to be serious. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, the, the, the thing is, like, what does online sales mean to you, for instance? You know, it's like, well, it's Facebook, it's Marketplace. And you probably are seeing a lot of sales from those things. But I do think that things that happen to the rest of the world outside of the industry, yep, we are not immune to them. And that's kind of what I talk about in that and that article is like uh, we are we are <laughs> we are going to be to some extent exposed to that, um, and how we are are, are going to respond to it is going to say a lot about how you move forward in business, in my opinion, uh, because I can't help but think that we are seeing the industry at a at a point in time where um, it's maturing faster than what we're able to to keep up with in terms of change. Yep. Uh, no, I I, I agree. Um, you got to get on, you know, online platforms. You, you have to do that because that's the way the industry's going, uh, in my opinion. But you, there has to be a healthy dose of both. Name from the, uh, whether it be, you know, uh, Michigan or, or South Bend or any other trade magazines we read, trade shows we go to, conversations we have. We'll, we'll give a just sort of a free shout out. Maybe we can have them all on the show. Some of them are already scheduled to come on. Uh, and maybe we'll get some sponsorship at some point. That's that's fine. But like, just name like off the top of your head. Tech, tech. Okay. Um, and it's not a bad thing. I'm not suggesting it's bad. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, the, like, the, the shed app, shed app, shed uh, suite. Yeah. Uh, my shed solutions. Yeah. Uh, Idea room. Yeah. Shed pro. Yeah. Uh, uh, SDS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sound data down in. I don't think they were at the show, but I mean, just from conversations yeah. we're having. Right? Um, there's more. Well, I mean, sheds4sale.com. Oh, yeah. Shed, Shed Hub. Hub. Yeah. Um, gosh. And I know there's so many more. I know there's probably a lot of, and I think what happens is um, a lot of guys will, What this might even happen in the playing communities. Uh, well, um, Jim Mosier. I think there's like a 3D uh, fish. Dot? Jim Mosier with, uh, yeah, 3D fish. Uh, yeah. Jim Mosier with... Shed marketer and and wide op and why not? Um, um, <laughs> um, gosh, it's gonna. I'm sorry that I'm if I'm struggling with the names. It's just trying to pull up memory. Um, the other guys, elite, impact um, marketing, impact. Sorry, yeah. guys. Oh, it's you're. you're uh, I just completely forgot <laughs> for some reason. That's because you're, uh, yeah, well, you're old. I am old, and and you you tend to gravitate toward the tech side things naturally anyway so you're going to remember those things quicker but um and there's so many more there's probably more and if we missed you we apologize come sponsor and we won't miss you but. that's right <laughs> come get on the show <laughs> come get on the show and we we won't miss you and we'll, we'll tell about your product too and your service and it doesn't matter if, if somehow we don't integrate you know with you currently now or or maybe that happens in the future but the point is uh, and I think and this happens in the playing community a lot. Like a lot of times they're looking for like web developers or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like web um, folks who can, who can take that and, and take it to the next level. And, and I think sometimes they do and they see opportunity and then you have a lot of these different things spawn up all over the place. So tech platforms are here. I mean, whether it be from just your regular dot com stuff, I mean, just having yeah. a website, but then do you have a website that's, uh, regularly managed and then what do you offer on that website and is uh, is the website up to date and, yep you well know. not to mention you have you got that and then you have other marketing companies just out there who who work with shed companies um shout out to james mosman james arthur design is yeah. this company there in marion illinois he's 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 a buddy of ours and does really good work um yeah. but uh i mean you got like just locally people that we know socially yeah. present 
yeah. is around. There's there's others, and um, there's probably oh, I couldn't hundreds, imagine hundreds. Yeah. There's there's yeah, there's no way to know all. And the point being, and and we're giving shout outs, but the point being. These tech platforms and opportunities are they're, they're continuing to emerge. Yes, they're they're getting bigger, and then you you have to ask yourself where does all this stuff play in from this thirty thousand foot view of AWS servers? Mm-hmm. Um, you know the Facebook exodus, if it ever exists. You know, I I admittedly I like I deleted my Facebook, downloaded all my content, and I think after thirty days it goes away. I was somewhere around day 28 and I had to make a decision. Am I going to keep going or not after 11 years of using Facebook? And uh, I very rarely post much anymore, but I realized that 75% or more of my Facebook now exists for shed purposes. Yep. Something shed related, following shed people, shed friends, uh, and people, you know, that I knew before the industry is. is I've got a lot of sheddy friends. <laughs> sheddy friends. Like, the, the, the friends that I had before are almost a minority in terms of like yes. the friends that I've experienced through this industry. And um, I realized how much I was missing out. It's like I didn't want Facebook, but I had to have it because I would miss out on knowing it's. And, and is that okay to miss out knowing it's Mott's birthday? Well, at least you wouldn't know you didn't get invited. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my feelings would be. <laughs> feelings would be spared. Spared after all. Yeah. Um, but, you know, back to Parler. You know, what even happened with Parler? Yeah. Parler, you know what Parler means? <clears throat> In French? No. It means uh, to speak. So that's why they named it Parler. That's to speak. But you can't speak on it anymore. <laughs> because I'll say, they, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. And uh, Dan Bongino, I think, and he's a fellow podcaster. I say a fellow podcaster as though we're on like that level. <laughs> I mean, we're close. <laughs> we're really we're- happy about our download count we're close we're we're not in the millions so no one listens to us in the hundreds of thousands to million uh, number um and i think it's because we stick sort of to our line we talk about shed stuff to shed people and um we may try to you know branch out a little bit to incorporate other things we were talking on the way here um there's a lot of things that complement sheds yep Uh, carports carports uh uh Play sets. Yeah, furniture, furniture. poly furniture, yeah. wood furniture. Um, I mean, gosh, you could even say mulch. And, like, I mean, yeah. there's people, uh, stone pa- pavers and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I mean, there's, if you go to any lot, I mean, I bet you, I bet there's not many lots out there that if they have sheds, they don't have carports. Oh, yeah. Well, or they only or, sell sheds yes. and absolutely nothing else. Um, and and that's, that's a whole other point. And I feel like those are whole other topics that we sort of maybe touched on, but we certainly haven't went in, in too depth on. And, and that is, you know, what does the industry look like yep. moving forward? Does it look like consignment lots or does it look like wholesale? And- hey, stop what you're doing and take a listen to today's High Barn sponsor. Union Grove Lumber should be your first call for barn lumber. Trust us, if it comes from a tree and goes on a barn, we distribute it. Back in 1986, when we distributed lumber by the piece, we had a simple vision in mind. To source quality products at competitive prices, served with good old-fashioned customer care. This is a vision we still hold true to. 
though our lumber yards have had pretty big makeovers over the years. We carry everything it takes to build a barn, including siding, flooring, notched runners, pressure-treated joists, and European spruce. Our seasoned team works together to deliver products to builders in all 50 states and Canada. To reach Union Grove Lumber, call 704-539-5506 or reach them online at uniongrovelumber.com. Woo! It doesn't really matter. Or does it look like company owned? And and I don't want to say it doesn't matter. I guess it does. Each one probably has its own competitive uh, advantage and, and core competencies. Boom. Check that out. Wow. That's yeah, a big word. That's right. Core that's what competencies. I that's why. That's wow. why I signed the check right there. Well, you obviously didn't write it down because you don't know how to spell it, so you memorized <laughs> it. <laughs> so each company has these things, but uh, the, I guess the question is like, does it matter if they're being successful or not? Like, if they're successful, we're not here to say one way is the right way, but it it begs questions. It, it, it begs questions as we even find ourselves out and about and learning about sheds and things like that. And you, you can't help but ask questions like, you know, are you getting the commitment from someone who doesn't sell sheds full-time mm. that you do from someone who does sell sheds for full-time? Yeah. Now, I know for a fact there's guys who – don't sell sheds full time that sell more than guys who do. But, but by and large, typically you get a better around. commitment out of guys who only sell sheds. Yep. So, um, you know, like my advice is always to a, to a dealer is to put yourself in, in the shoes of at least recognizing, at least seeing <clears throat> that this manufacturer who comes to you and those 50 to a hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory on your lot um, is believing in you. And right now that's like five buildings. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, it's true. Right? A bit, but. Uh, but it's, they're believing in you, yeah. you know, and a, a lot of times there's often little accountability. Oh um, yeah. For that, you know, some, some zero. Little to none. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is <clears throat> like what other industry out there brings you something to sell for free. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know carports sort of do. They'll bring you yeah. two or three, um, but you're talking maybe less than five, six thousand dollars worth of you know yeah. displays. But what other well, companies? There's still you- usually a, a net thirty, net sixty, yeah. net ninety, a floor plan of some kind. There's yeah. like you know, there's some accountability, whether it be financial or sales accountability. At a minimum, there's some type of you know. Plan. And the truth is, the risk is all on the manufacturer. It is. Um, yeah. It just takes you getting mad at them and telling them to come get their buildings. Yeah. Um, and then that relationship's over and they got to come, they got to come get them. Well, now they got logistics cost. Yep. Right. Now they've got all these other things. And we've, we've talked about this, the, this very thing, because that's, you know, you're keeping sheds constantly moving from one place to the next and trying to get a dedicated, a, a good sales manager. And I think that they're needed. A good sales manager is. And I think a good sales manager will, you know, offer up some, uh, help, uh, accountability and, uh, opportunity for, uh, basically that, that salesperson, mm-hmm. you know, that law owner, they'll create some kind of floor plan or, um, the one way or another, they're going to take care of, uh, sorry guys, if I seem distracted, I was just getting a call. Um, they're going to take care of that manufacturer. They're going to take that manufacturer is going to take care of that dealer. That manufacturer should have a salesperson 
in my opinion, and that salesperson should take care of their dealers. And I think a reasonable amount of accountability should exist in terms of bringing, you know, to, to throw yourself out there and throw, imagine the guys that throw 80,000 bucks out on a yep. lot. And if you don't sell anything, like we know a guy and we, we're going to be careful. We're not going to, we're not, we're not here to anger. <laughs> but we know a guy. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but I mean, he literally would say, you know, like, well, if we sell, it's my wife's extra money to, yeah. To go shopping. To go shopping. You yeah. know, if we don't sell anything, that's fine. And I, I was like. Doesn't cost me nothing. Doesn't cost me nothing. If I don't sell anything, oh, well. And it was like, where's the commitment to yep. the, the guys who, in my opinion, who are committed, who are using other platforms or who are constantly bettering themselves, they're going to be wanting to take a bigger piece of the pie. Well, <laughs> they're going to want to sell to your customers who. Since we've gone down this rabbit hole, let's go deeper. Um <laughs> The, the, so what what's the main reason a relationship normally gets damaged with a manufacturer? So let's talk about the manufacturers just a little bit. Overpromising and underdelivering. Ah, this comes back to our burnout. Yes. You know? So how do you keep your dealers happy? Tell them the truth. <laughs> <laughs> like no matter what it costs you, like be transparent and open yeah. with them because yeah. when you overpromise and you underdeliver all the time uh that's when people get mad and tell you to come get your stuff yeah so yeah and we've seen that in other industry as well right oh yeah it's almost like it's become a staple of like the level of customer service Uh right that's so so we tell about our two recent customer service experiences (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh did you text her yeah i did okay um so i I go into the DMV. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that is, uh, I, I, I don't think it's in all 50 states. I think some places do it at the courthouse, but Department of Motor Vehicles in Illinois, we have that. And there's a lot of things that you have to have. Um, yeah, that in Illinois, it's wild. Check out FOID card, F-O-I-D. Yeah, just to, <laughs> just to own a, a gun or a rifle or, or anything. Uh, anyway, um, you you should go in there and get your license because you moved, right? I want to go in. Yep. I want to get my license. And it's like they want the Constitution, Yep, you know, is the only right amount of paperwork. But I told my wife, I said, I know that they're going to be rude so much that I'm just going to stay in the in the truck. So I had already got my license. They tell me I go in the week before. What do I need? Bring us a piece of mail with your new address. Cool. I do. Get my license. We're good. My wife needs to get hers. My son needs to get his. So we go in. All right, I don't because I stay in the truck. I'm like, I know they're going to be rude, so I'm just going to stay out here. <laughs> so um, she goes in, and she comes walking back out. And I'm like, there we go. <laughs> Trip number one. <laughs> so I can already tell she's upset. And uh, So she comes back. She says, can't get it. They say, we have to have this. I said, okay. So I can go in and verify my son's address because I'm, he's 17. I'm his father. So that's all they need. They need verification. I said, so I can verify my son lives with me. Just can't verify my wife lives with me, to be clear. And they're like, that's right. This is what she needs. So I ask them. We get that. We go home. We get some paperwork we think is right. She goes back in. She comes back out a third time. <laughs> Fourth time, I finally go in. And at this point, I'm I'm upset. I mean, admittedly, mm-hmm. I'm upset. And I go in. And I say, come on, Troy. We're going to go get your license, if nothing else. Or at least get your license. And we'll try to talk to to these folks. You go in, and they ask me if they can help me. 
Mind you, one lady's my neighbor, so she can't verify that I live here either. <laughs> She's the one asking to help. She says, uh, can I help you? And I'm like, yes, uh, I'll be glad to get help from anybody in here who knows what they're doing. <laughs> and I know, I know I started off wrong. You lost but it at that point. I lost it at that point, and that guy starts basically mouthing me, and I, I, I did mouth a little bit back to him. And uh, ultimately, we got kind of calmed down, but here's the here's the story I, this is what i told them they were able to help me i got my wife and my son's license i was not i did not have to bring in any more paperwork than we had the very first trip as opposed to the fourth trip mm-hmm. and because they just simply didn't ask questions but what i told them as i said the problem here is you guys don't have because we really got mad when the lady was like well if your wife would have listened the first time we wouldn't have this problem that really didn't go over well, but here I am in there for the, for the fourth time, and we actually had what was necessary to get it. The problem was they didn't ask any questions, and more than more importantly, they didn't offer any help. Yeah. They offered resistance with me coming in trying to do something the state requires me to do. Yep, you know, and so I'm trying to actually help, and I know they're going to be a problem just because I know from so many times before, and I, and I'm sure because that's everybody's DMV story usually. <laughs> Yeah, um, reminds customer me customer service. You know, <laughs> never mind. Reminds me of a different industry, not the shed industry, but that we've always had trouble with, in customer service. Yeah, that I won't over promising, over promising, and under delivering, under delivering or never <laughs> delivering. I know we sound we sound preachy today. <laughs> we do. I feel like I don't mean to sound preachy. Sorry, guys. Um, but I'm just telling you about like real life. We're, mm-hmm. we're and that's that was my customer service experience. Oh gosh. <laughs> That was my customer service experience, and it was it was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was genuinely horrible because I told her, I said, the problem is you don't try to help people when they come in here. You purposefully, like, try to make it difficult. It's just not a good position, like, to be in if you're, especially if you're in sales. If you're a hauler, you're still, you're still, you're the last guy to see that customer. Yep. You know, if you're an RTO, you know, um, whether it be just, you know, somebody saying, you know, couldn't get a hold of anybody or when we did get a hold of anybody, you know, there was no, anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that <laughs> way out. I'm getting way out of here with that. Uh, um, we're talking about customer service is what we're trying to talk about. And that was a bad, a good example of a bad customer service experience we had that we just knew we were going to have. You care to tell yours if you want, but uh, I'll leave mine out of, I'll just, I'll just say what uh, the short end of it. We, me and my wife were trying to go to a, a concert. Um, a comedian was in our in, in Paducah, so we, we wanted to go see him. And you needed proof of a uh, negative COVID test. So we, 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 we look around, we call uh, Walgreens, tell us to come in. <clears throat> uh, we were told that if we just come in any time, we can get the, the rapid test. We go in, it has to be 24 hours for whatever reason, like, and, um, so we go in on a Saturday, the, the concert's on Sunday, they tell us, um, no, you can't just come in, you gotta, you gotta make an appointment, and I'm like, but that's not what we were told, (laughs) they're like, well, it's a policy, that's the policy, okay, all right, do you have any appointments for today, well, you gotta go online and check. But no, I don't think we do. Like, 
So go online, check. Nope, no appointments. There are two appointments basically for Sunday. Now, mind you, the concert's at 7. Um, they tell us a rapid test. You can get a result within an hour to two hours. But right now, it's like 4 or 5 probably because we're backed up and everyone's shorthanded. And um, so we get it at 2. I eh, might be able to get it in time to get in the doors. So we go the next day. We we drive 30 minutes, you know, to, to Metropolis, uh, five hours before or six hours before we're supposed to be where we're supposed to be. Um, and on the way, or right before we leave, I, I check, we got a confirmation email, and Megan has the rapid test. And mine says, like, a PCR test, which is a 72-hour wait. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I know I, I did the rapid. So I called. I'm like, well, I don't think... Um, See the thing is with with the way they're they're labeled now you're you're scheduled for this test there, there's not an easy way to just cancel it and move it to another <laughs> one we can't just put your name on a different one like it's it's government whatever and this happens I yeah. mean let's be honest you know sometimes it's outside of that person's control yeah and we've experienced the same for ourselves and um, we were we were pretty pretty upset about it they told us to call them back and or that they would. I kept telling the lady, are you going to help me? Are you going to help me? I kept interrupting her, and I kept saying, are you going to help me? Are you going to help me? Are you going to help me? And she finally said that she would call. You sound like a charm to work with. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, I was pretty upset. And she said, well, I'll I'll, I'll see what I can do, and I'll call you back in 30 minutes. Like, all right. So she calls us back, and she's basically said, yeah, I got it changed. Come anytime you want, and we'll get the test done. So now the appointment's not necessary. <laughs> I don't understand that. So we go, we drive over there, we both get the test, um, go through all of that. We go to the concert, and they don't even check <laughs> to see if we have a negative test. And we both were negative, and so, not one time. So without sounding just super petty today, what are we talking about? It's the in-depth thought of customer service. Yes. It, it's, it's what are you doing um, you know, from because the bigger you get with a company, you know as well as I do, communication gets lost. If you don't know that, try the try the communication um, exercise where you put twenty people back to back and you have them say and do something. By the time it gets around to the twentieth person, it'll be nothing like what you you yep. said. So, uh, you know, leadership is you know that is it's imperative. And trying to get that vision to cast down, uh, the, the bigger you are, the, the more difficult it becomes. But we've done really good, I think, to try and minimize those things for what we do here on the on the podcast, but what we want to do moving forward. So if we sound preachy today, the honestly, the, the goal was not to sound uh, preachy. Uh, it's it's more to say, you know, this these are the things we see in the industry when we're out and about. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to talk about them. I guess we could ignore them. But the reality is they exist. And people ask our opinions on them. And we're like, listen, we want to be friendly to all. But we want to address some of the more um, taboo or, or harder issues to discuss. So if y'all didn't like it, blame Wendell. He got us down the uh, <laughs> track <laughs> burnout. So yeah, he got us on the rabbit hole of burnout. Huh? There's so many things you can talk about from our from our times on Facebook. Uh-huh. Is this available? Oh gosh! Remember, we used to put a really good, or run a really good ad, a really good post, and you have like a hundred comments in like the first twenty minutes, and you're trying to answer everybody's questions, and you're trying to send everybody a list of your inventory, and you're trying to answer what this payment will be, and 
we found better ways. If some of these things were available, oh I mean, you gosh, were selling. Dude, if Sheds for Sale was around. Yes. Can you imagine? You Copy the that. URL link and just send them a list of my inventory. Are you kidding me? And then you don't get all the questions. Because like, then it's like, like, I mean, you like the questions because they let you sell. Yeah. But it's frustrating whenever you like are trying to answer 90 people <laughs> at once. It's the automated responses the automated that responses. I can't stand. Yeah. Is this still available? Do you yeah. have more photos? Whatever it is. And yeah, if you could copy and paste a, a URL link of all your inventory. Here you go. Because you with know. With all the prices, with all the info. Yes, because you know once you get. So if, if, is this still available? Yes. And you go through your, because you're a sales guy, right? You go through your your spiel. da 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 you know, it's, it's available. You can get it for $300 down or blah, 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 blah. You know, you go through all that. What's the next question they ask you normally? Do you have more photos? Yeah. Uh, yep. And then you, yeah. you got to go. If you don't have them on your phone, you got to go take pictures in the, right? Yeah. So then you, you send those to them. And you're like, okay, finally, I'm going to get this sale. <laughs> What's the next question they ask? What what else you got? <laughs> yeah, it's oh. not really what we're looking for. I know we told you a 16 by 40, but we're really looking for an 8 by 12. Yeah, what else you got on your lot? And you're like, are you kidding me? I just, like, you know how many times that's happened to me when we had a lot where you would, you'd spend two hours talking to somebody on Messenger. You got to leave. You got to go home. Yeah. And then you, you're, you're basically, you're like, okay, I think I got the sale, but I can, I can do the, you know, online thing and 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 uh signatures yeah and all get, get all that done no problem and then you, you you leave and then they're like what 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 else you have on the on the lot there and you're like oh i haven't taken pictures of those two new buildings and you're like yeah. oh my gosh so yes to have a dealer direct page dealer direct link would have been there is a, we've kind of been hard on automate, like on technology. By the way, Jim, that is. commercial was free. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it, it, it really is a, well, it's, it's a reality if you're a shed seller. Yep. It is a reality of what you deal with day in and day out. And I'm still excited when I go out and I visit and I meet new dealers just because I'm on the way through somewhere and I see sheds and I stop and say, Hey man, what are you, what are you guys doing that works? What are you seeing? And probably 90% of it's the same. Yeah. Um, you'll occasionally get some different feedback, but generally speaking, a lot of people ask the same questions. They have the same thoughts in terms of what's working, what's not. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to be able to be a part of that. I guess this is part of our year in year in review, huh? Yeah. It, it's long, but that's okay. We're it'll probably be two episodes. We're just talking just real talk from, um, questions we've gotten, and we try to take some of the more in-depth stuff of what people have talked about specifically. And uh, this is it. This is this is where the rubber meets the road. These are real real conversations that, you know, we just want to be a part of. And um, we try to ask some questions on our, you know, Shed Sales Professional page that we manage, our Shed Geek page. Uh, encourage you guys to go on and, um, you know, request to join those pages and we'll try to have those conversations we talk oftentimes about books um gosh how many more things are we doing you know we don't want to overcommit, and we don't want to commit to too many good things we want to stay valuable in all things that we're doing but um one thing that people have reached out to us recently about is um some manufacturers are doing dealer days and asked if we could come out um if if we could make it we would love to come out to your to your dealer day um just depends on timing depends yeah. on you know everything but yeah uh, don't be afraid to reach out to us uh send us an email info at shedgeek.com um and just kind of tell us what you're thinking but yeah we would we would I think we have three 
yeah. new commitments for 2022 yep. to be guest speakers at their at their dealer days. And we don't take those lightly because we also know we want to bring value um, to each and every time we go out and have a chance to speak and uh, get to know you guys and your and your dealers. So we don't take those things lightly by any means. We appreciate those opportunities. That's cool. Um, shoot geeks on the ground. At some point we're going to have to, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about geeks on the ground. I mean, because we are out and about so much, um, we're creating some different coaching modules and, uh, creating some different, um, uh, consultation type, um, modules and, to be honest with you, and this is, I guess this is a casting call for everybody. Uh, if you're interested, um, we're actually looking at starting a committee. Um, we'd like to have a committee in place um, by the end of January um, for some uh, six spots, um, six spots who are um, personalities who are looking to be a, a voice for the shed industry in terms of shed selling for what we do moving forward, whether that be coaching or, or seminars or, um, you know, creating, creating these, these spaces, whenever we go yep. to these dealer days and things like that, to, um, we're talking about curriculum and, and, and so many other things, creating so, value, creating for the value. industry. That's what we want to do. If you're interested, reach out to us. Um, we're, we're going to probably assess those as, as we, as we see that yep. makes the most sense. So, uh, it's open to everybody, but if you, if it's something that you want to do, talk to us and, I think we'll we'll try to gauge the level of passion uh, that you have for the industry, but also the level of understanding that you have. And you say, hey, I want to be a part of that. Um, and I want to be around other guys who want to be a part of that. And uh, we'll figure out how to fund that and figure out how to um, move it forward in terms of having a, a voice for the shed seller. So by all means, reach out. Um, you've got our, our information. Um, that doesn't mean we don't appreciate input from each one. Just know that if you're willing to volunteer and you're not selected on the committee, uh, we will have um, uh, folks who are going to need help. So there'll be a, a spot to to volunteer um, in terms of uh, help. It just we're trying to put the right people in the right place uh, from our perspective. And if we don't get it right all the time, um, I know Lord forgives us. I hope you will too. So, I uh, mean, real quick story um, when we were at the uh, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Um, that I wanted to, I don't know if people saw it on our Facebook page or not, but, um, a guy by the name of Chase, Chase Coble, I believe, uh, came up to us and introduced himself at the, uh, at the event. And it was just really cool, man. I mean, it, it, it made my, made my day, um, made my year really. But, um, he's a younger guy, I don't know what, in his twenties maybe, um, who, was was looking um, uh, at getting a job in the industry. He the did shed set industry. It, he did set in on the shed sales. He did in the seminar that I did that morning. Yeah. So I wish and, more of you could have been there. I'm just shouting myself out <laughs> shamelessly. And um, he said uh, that he had an interview with a with a manufacturer with a company, and he was trying to do some research and the, and about the shed industry. And our podcast came up, and he started listening to the podcast and listening, basically doing like a binge, <laughs> a binge listen to all the episodes so he could learn as much as he could about the industry. And he, he actually got the job because he says he, he credits the podcast for getting the job. And, uh, man, that was, that was oh, just, it was awesome. Yeah, Took a picture great. with him, yeah. put it on Facebook, wished him lots of success. We really need to keep up with him yeah. and, and watch and see how his journey goes as he 
moves throughout trying to sell and things like that. And but yeah, man, shout out to Chase. Like that was uh you made you made two made geeks day. day there, man. That was yep. that was awesome. So uh all I, of this is like a testimony of like yeah. what nine months has brought and uh why it's important and, yep. and why it's cool and why it works. You know? Um I, I know we probably still have some some naysayers and, and we understand that, but if you'll give us time we'll we'll try to win you over and Hey Stop what you're doing. Listen to this mini barn sponsor. What would your dream rent-to-own program look like? Picture it now. Would it have cutting-edge technology with integrations throughout the shed industry? Or would it include traditional financing and multiple same-as-cash offerings? Perhaps your ideal rent-to-own program puts money back in your pocket. Perhaps it has a unique way to onboard and train your dealer network. Wherever your mind goes and whatever your dream consists of, Newfound Rentals can help you. Give us a call today at 316-536-0472 and let's discuss your dream. Show that what we want to do is add value to each and every one and we try to walk at that narrow line. It's a thin line to do that, you know, but I think we're doing we're doing it, so we're going to keep going. Yeah. Let's give it a let's give it another couple years. <laughs> Right on cue. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I had to had to do it. You know what? If you don't listen to the uh, the podcast and laugh, man, uh, then you don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> we want to we want to bring some enjoyment to your day. We want you to laugh and joke and cut up. Um, that's who we are. And if you get to meet us, if you ever do get a chance, and and we're we're in your area. Um, yeah, maybe we ought to just start doing that. Maybe we ought to start I, doing the I Sam Byler. Yeah, I know. Hey, we're going to be in this area. Who, shout out shout out to Sam. Who wants like, to yes. go out and have dinner? We should do that more. Um, but the problem, what I'm afraid of is no one will want to. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam has Sam has a good following there. Yeah, um, maybe we need to bring him along so we can get yeah. some friends. Hey, we got Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's coming. So, yeah. Uh, no, but, um, yeah, man, I'm, I can't believe what the last – nine months have brought um it's, it's overwhelming yeah it's overwhelming it's it's it's, it's humbling it's 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 all these things it's awesome and i can't wait to see what the next nine months to 12 months have yeah have for us so well we appreciate you guys we thank you each and every one of you for listening in um faithfully we ask that you continue to encourage um we try to give shout outs here and there and everywhere um we 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 throw your t shirts on and yeah. give shout outs. We uh we send us shirts. <laughs> send me a t shirt. Extra large. <laughs> this is you can get the address if you email info at shedgeek dot com. Well, we we will be sure to send a, a, a shout out to each and every one of you. Um we appreciate you guys. We find what you're doing to be interesting. We always want to know your shed story. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know how to end it any better than that. Then thank you. Yes. Appreciate thank you. you. God bless you. We hope that the industry has, um, continued to see success in 2022. We hope that, um, if this episode airs before or after Christmas, we just hope that you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, remember the reason for the season for sure. And, and, uh, we hope that your new year is, is, uh, fruitful. And we can't say thank you enough. And we hope that you could see through the, there's a, <laughs> I told Sam, I said the, I texted this to you guys, didn't 
I said, in my opinion, the most difficult thing in, in, in the human experience is, is communication. And I, I stand by that firmly all the time. Um, the, the journey from my heart to my mouth to your ears to your heart is the farthest journey mm-hmm. uh, ever. Because it's oftentimes, you know, like even our, our uh, pastor said before, you know, the, the Lord can discern your tears. Sometimes words don't work. Yep. Sometimes tears you know, are, are all that can speak to people. Yep. Um, you know, the, in, in the human experience, communication tends to be our biggest, um, roadblock in my opinion, if people could actually see what other people were feeling. So if, if there's any way that we can, uh, not sound salesy, if there's any way that we can just tell you that, you know, our hearts are, are merry, they're joyful and they're really appreciative because, uh, gosh, you're talking to two guys who didn't want to want to live at one point uh, to see that God would do this in our lives and give us this opportunity. And it means the world to us. So, Amen. Let me pray over everyone. Lord, thank you, God, for uh, this opportunity to speak uh, to a industry that we love. Um, thank you, God, for uh, just your many blessings. <clears throat> God, thank you for you man, just thank you. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, God, I pray blessings over each and every one in this industry. Pray that you'd watch over them. Pray that you would protect them and be with them and just minister to them, Lord. We thank you for all you've given us and all you do for us, Lord. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you all. Welcome back to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast. This is Mo Lunsford of Union Grove Lumber. We would like to welcome you to the Union Grove Lumber Studios. Hey, we're this year's studio sponsor. And this is your host, Shannon Latham. Here at the Shed Geek Podcast, we give you education you can use and entertainment you need.